Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We're here with a special bonus episode for the movie Halloween Town. I'm Jessica Sterling, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you on this spooky October? <gasps> Happy Halloween. When you're listening to this, I think we're only going to be a few days away from Halloween 2020. Yes, and quite a spooky Halloween indeed it will be <laughs> this year. <laughs> there are many frights uh, this year in 2020, <laughs> and none of them are related to uh witches or goblins i mean there's a few goblins i was just gonna say um i think we got a couple goblins (laughs) i've seen some around um so uh, quite quite the spooky affair um but i am um pretty excited to be here i'm not like the number one halloween girl but i appreciate what it does yeah, I'm not so much into um, Halloween either. It's uh, not my favorite holiday. I enjoy candy, but I don't really enjoy dressing up in costumes all that much. <laughs> I think I used to love Halloween, um, but I do have some like beef with Halloween in general. If you remember our um, episode that we covered for Boy Meets World, um, I, me and Halloween have like a past of like me wanting to do things on Halloween, but being grounded. So yes. <laughs> um, I still have like some like leftover like feelings about Halloween. But um, I mean, I, I, I liked it. Like my mom used to like really go all out for Halloween decorations. And I have mm-hmm. a lot of good memories for that. And um, I always loved to sort my candy by type. Did you ever oh, do this? Oh, okay. See, I um what we would do, so I have an older brother, so we would usually bring all our candy home and we would always have our own candy in our own buckets. So like you're not allowed to eat my candy, I'm not allowed to eat your candy, but we would trade. Um what? yeah, so we would trade candies like if I I mean, obviously Reese's are like the highest like, like the best the, or what is yeah, it like most tier. coveted yeah, yeah you can't you cannot trade Reese's but like um I don't know there were certain candies that I wasn't a huge fan of that he oh when I was a kid this is not now when I was a kid I didn't really like Snickers because I didn't really like nuts in my candy now I love them but so I would trade those away for other candies um but yeah no I definitely I don't think I sorted though I think I put them all back in one bucket when I was done how did you did you sort yours by like chocolate versus like sour no, you just dump it all and then you categorize them. You put the Reese's over here, the Milky Way's over there, and like you count how many. And since I'm insane, I would typically, um, well, I would always save the Reese's for last because they're my favorite also. But then mm-hmm. I would go from least, like least amount to most amount because oh. um, I'm a psychopath. Actually, I, I get I get wanting to do that. 
Um, but I think <laughs> I get the I get the feeling that the vibe, like the the drive to do that, the desire. But yeah. I um no, I would always keep it in a bowl, and that way, like, oh, what am I feeling today? Oh, I feel like this. But I I agree with you. I would eat the stuff that I didn't like first to get it yeah. out of the way. Yeah, or that course. I liked the least. I like most candies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and actually, what you said, your mom used to go all out decorating. That's actually a good point. The only really super fond memories I have of Halloween is um, my family. We had these, I believe my dad made them out of like plywood. We made like gravestones and they mm. had like funny names and they would be, um, we put them all on the front yard and That's fun. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I had a bus driver and his name was Larry and he was really fun. And we made one in honor of him. Um, I feel like all bus drivers are named Larry. <laughs> Yeah, I had. Do all bus drivers have like long curly black hair too? Because he uh, looked- like Weird Al, but yeah, like Weird my- Al, but like he looked like oh. a almost like he was like ex biker gang in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Larry's definitely there. Um, yeah. Also, one other tidbit is that one year when my mom went all out. Um, some kids stole all of our Halloween decorations off our lawn. <gasps> no. And, and they were gone for most of October, but they did return them after Halloween. What? <laughs> That's that true. is weird. Who returns things when they steal them? Like... I guess teenagers. So it was after Halloween. So, it, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like nice. But at least they returned it. But um, sad news is I don't think my mom decorated for Halloween after that. I mean, I wouldn't either. I think Screw that those ruined kids. it for us. Yeah, right? Jeez, kids ruin everything, huh? <laughs> I assume that they're teenagers. It probably could have been like a 30-year-old. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Well, at least your mom probably wasn't like um, Gwen, Gwen Cromwell in this uh, this movie where she's like extremely anti-Halloween. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, um, she, Gwen. <laughs> I know G- Gwen. Like, so, sorry, but her name is hard to like Gwen Cromwell. Like, let's just. It's that's, kind of a mouthful. It is. Um. So yeah. So we're here. We're talking about Halloween Town. Um. For those who obviously like I don't know didn't have a pulse in the nineties. It is a um, Disney Channel original movie from nineteen ninety eight. And I, I'm like, I guess we could talk about our history with this movie a bit. I, I think I watched this like every single year if it was on Disney and I happened to turn the TV on, I would watch it. Yeah, absolutely. I very much most likely watched this first run in 1998. Um, and I know that it was a staple every year. And back then I really, really loved it. I mean, it wasn't quite like Xenon Girl, the 21st century mm. level. But it was definitely like a top tier Disney Channel movie. And I saw a list of the best Disney Channel original movies. And it ranked number nine in this list. Really? So, uh, yeah. So we could talk about if we agree with this list. But um, so it's definitely a fan fave. Um and it's definitely a staple. And if it's Halloween and um, it's on TV, it's kind of one of those things that you have to turn on. Quite like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's less uh, less of a staple than Hocus Pocus. But definitely, I don't know. I feel like, and I, I don't remember completely, but I think Hocus Pocus is a little bit spookier than this movie is. Um, and probably also a little bit funnier, too. Um, no offense <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, I was Halloween not Town. spooked nor... 
laughing. Yeah. <laughs> so this, <laughs> we could talk through the cast a little bit and then we'll kind of get into the plot and our thoughts and, you know, the fashion, obviously. Um, we start out with uh, Debbie Reynolds. Obviously, Debbie Reynolds is like the most famous name on the cast. She's absolutely singing in the rain, Charlotte's Web, Love Boat. Um, she's the mother of Carrie Fisher. Uh, may she rest in peace. She's amazing. Um, yeah, Debbie Reynolds is a freaking all-star and she is probably the like best character in the show. Oh yeah, absolutely. She was, um, outstanding in, well, okay. I won't say she's outstanding in acting this, but (laughs) I would say that her, her character is like the, is who you're most drawn to besides mm-hmm. my MVP, but we'll get into that. Ooh, okay. Um, oh, I think I know who it is, but we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> um, yeah, she, she's like the, she's the, so for, she's Aggie Cromwell. She's the grandmother. Um, Mary Poppins-esque, if you will. Yes. Um, and then next on the list is Kimberly J. Brown. She plays Marnie Piper. So that's uh, a Debbie Reynolds's character's granddaughter she's kind of the pivotal character the main main character yeah um i recognized her from another disney channel movie quince i don't know if Me you ever too. saw that one yeah oh yeah i, I and I, I actually i don't know i don't know if this is a hot take i think i prefer quince to this movie then again i have not seen quince in a very long time so it probably <laughs> I mean, doesn't I, hold I, up I, I was all about the quince but yeah 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 i think and she's we, older in that one because exactly. this one she's yeah this one i think she's 13 and i believe quince she's like 15 or 16 much older, yeah. Yep. So um yeah, so we have Marnie. What did you uh what did you think of, of Marnie? Uh I mean I have a lot of thoughts about Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't um, wait. <laughs> uh Marnie is um in the movie. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> she does things, I suppose. There you go. Yeah, um, I suppose. She's there. Yeah. yeah. Um this actress, Kimberly. Jay Brown, besides Quince, I don't know how much she's done, but I did get sucked into her YouTube channel, which she, oh, still she has posts. a YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel. She still posts. It's not like she's not like a mom blogger, but she definitely posts. And like, um, I don't want to like bury the lead or anything, but she is dating uh, Cal, who was um, a character that's in Halloween Town 2. And they were not dating at the time when they were like 14 or 15, but they like reconnected and now they're dating and in love. And it's kind of a what? fun story. Wait yeah. a minute. So she, okay. So this is one of her fellow um, castmates on Halloween Town 2 that she's, she wasn't with then, but she is with now. Yeah. Yes. I That's guess they, crazy. they kept in touch and they reconnected. And now I need to look this up. How old is she? She well, she's she was 35 now. Okay. All right. So what type of YouTube channel does she have? Like, what does she do? Mostly talks about Halloween Town. No, are you kidding? <laughs> I'm not kidding. How? Doesn't she have other things to do? Uh, apparently not. She has uh, she does Halloween Town. What? Oh, my gosh. I was expecting you to say, like, lifestyle, like, stuff. But no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, no. She, she it's There's not a ton of videos, but she's um, huh. active enough, especially around Halloween. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they did have a lot of uh, sequels, so I guess it makes sense. But I just looked up Cal. Um, so the character's name is Cal. Uh, Daniel C- Counts, maybe? K-O-U-N-Counts? Kuntz? K-O-U-N-T-Z? I don't know. 
Um, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's fun. Yeah. It's so cute. I mean, it's a fun story, right? Like, how often does that happen? Um, I know. So I, mean, I love reconnection stories, actually. Yeah. It is fun that they they reconnected after all those years. I mean, she maybe he saw her YouTube channel and was like, oh, she's still talking about this. All right. Let's date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's like, I better reconnect with her so that uh, I can get in on this YouTube. Money. Yeah. How many followers does she have? You know, subscribers? Uh, uh, I I don't. Let me see. I'm curious. Yeah. Look at, pull it up. We could do some, I mean, we're doing some IMDB, what is it? IMD bags or whatever, but <laughs> we could do some YouTube bags. I don't know what you would call, what you would call it. <laughs> okay. So Kimberly, her YouTube channel is Kimberly J. Brown. And mm-hmm. she has uh, 29.4 thousand subscribers. Okay. So not not bad, but not, you know, that's fine. Kimberly J. Brown. Um, yeah. Yeah. Her hmm. latest video was three months ago, and it's her and uh, Daniel Counts try to, uh, what's the video? Try to, uh, okay. Oh, no. Agree on a Netflix show. Oh, no. Okay. What? What? Try to agree like, on the Netflix show. It's a three-minute video. Okay. Well, <laughs> she's very pretty. She looks the exact same as she. She does. Uh, she really does. She used to. Um, and she was also eleven months ago um, on Christy Carlson Romano. I don't know if you remember her. She was from like Even Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Jeanette I remember Kelly. her. She has an actual YouTube channel where she actually <laughs> posts like actual content namely um namely uh um uh cooking videos where she gets other ex-disney stars to come on and cook like something that's related to the disney channel show or movie um so yeah i think i i think i remember that because doesn't didn't she go on that uh there's that youtube channel nerdy nummies and i feel like she went on that yeah. Yeah. So um, she did a Halloween Town Witches Brew with Kimberly J. Brown episode mm. 11 months ago. So once again, I'm really going all in in that Halloween Town content. Yeah. Okay. Well, no Quinton content. But... Yeah. I mean, I feel like she should have leaned into that, although Quince didn't have that many sequels. So, you know. No. Um, next, next up on our roster, we have Judith Hogue, I think. Uh, she plays Gwen Cromwell, the mom. Um, yeah. she she looked very familiar to me, and it's because she's been like a guest yeah. on a lot of shows. Yeah, she's been in literally anything since 1986. Yeah, and she was actually the one that I recognized her most from was that show Nashville. I don't know if you ever watched that. Um, but she was like, I think she had like a reoccurring character on that mm-hmm. show. She was also in Big Love. I haven't lot. seen that. Um, I. I haven't either. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, that, just know that she is. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So she's in this story. She plays like the snooty mom who like turns around at the end. Um, and then next up on the list is Joey Zimmerman who plays Dylan Piper, the the middle child, the nerdy Minkus character, if you will. Yeah, and exactly. Literally, he's on like nothing. Like, <laughs> um, I think like- that I think that he like you know stopped acting, and there's this like. I don't know. I don't want to spread this rumor, but there's like this really weird rumor that he's like no longer with us. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is like an internet conspiracy. What? Uh, kind of like when like, remember back in the nineties when people said that there was like a Britney Spears hoax that she, Oh died, yeah. But she was oh, totally yeah. alive. 
Yeah, and there was also like the Avril Lavigne one. Yeah, I think that this is like an internet uh, conspiracy. I cannot find any evidence that he is no longer with us. I just <laughs> Google his name and it says that he's like it says like the first thing that pops up is like uh, Joey Zimmerman is dead. But then when you click on the link, it like looks like it brings you to something that will give you a computer virus. So um, okay. I, I don't suggest you Googling it. Yeah, well, moving swiftly on from him, <laughs> we get to uh, Philip Van Dyke, and he plays Luke. I recognized him um, from Gilmore Grills. He played a young version of um, Christopher, which is Rory's dad. I don't know if you you recognized him. Um, uh, he looks like a person that I've seen before. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also um he was also like the star of like I think it was a Disney Channel show. No one knows best. And I didn't know this, but he is the voice of Arnold in Hey Arnold. I think that, that I think that that's his most notable role then. Well, it is. It is. But I just like as far as recognizing his face, I, you know, I'm obviously Hey Arnold is animated, but I had no idea that he he voiced Hey Arnold. And I didn't even recognize like his voice. His voice. You'd think I would have recognized it in the movie. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so he's probably one of the more famous ones on the on the cast, I think. Yeah, I think that he has some good residual money. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Coming from Hey Arnold. Yes. Um, next up, we have Emily Rosk. She is Sophie Piper, the youngest of the Cromwell children, or I guess Piper children. And yeah. um, she has not been like anything. I think it's like the only thing she's in. Yeah, she's like retired from acting and good for her. Yeah, you know what? Good for you. Move on with your life. <laughs> yeah, don't um, post YouTube videos um, about Halloween Town. <laughs> Um, and then last on the list I had was uh, Robin Thomas, who plays Calabar. He's been in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. He was in a ton of stuff, kind of similar to the Judas Hogue. Yeah, she's been. he has been in everything since uh, 1982. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, literally anything and everything, it seems like he's in. Yeah, so – um kind of the the premise we'll do like a quick quick recap of exactly what happens in the movie uh for those who didn't rewatch it if you're listening um basically the premise is marnie loves halloween and you know she has two siblings the um dylan and sophie and she's the oldest and she loves halloween but her mom like will not let them celebrate it will not decorate they're not allowed to go out trick-or-treating and marnie doesn't know why um until they get a visit from their grandmother who is uh what is her name aggie yeah aggie or agatha yeah cromwell and um so yeah on halloween night um grandma visits and apparently they haven't seen grandma in a year what a weird coincidence that just happens to be on halloween Mm. that they only see their grandma um and grandma just like really undoes anything that Gwen remotely tries to enforce on her children. So if if Gwen says no candy, grandma gives them candy. If Gwen says no costumes, grandma gets them costumes. It's like anything that she's like a major enabler. Um right. Yeah. And, and the- she loves spooky shit just like Marnie loves spooky <laughs> shit. She's very eccentric. Um, and basically, um, uh, who is it? What's the Marnie? Marnie overhears Gwen and Aggie having a conversation in which um Aggie implies that Marnie is a witch and that if she doesn't start her training, she'll lose her powers because she's turning 13. Um, 
And so then, you know, Gwen basically is like, all right, mom, time to go. And when she leaves, the children follow her onto pretty much a ripoff of the magic school bus. Or (laughs) the magic school bus or the night bus. Or the night bus. But there are a lot of magical buses apparently in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this bus is like filled with like just a bunch of like riffraff. Um, Mm. Anything from like witchly people to Frankenstein looking people to like monstery looking people. So since it's Halloween, I guess everyone is to believe they're like in costume, right? Right. So they they end up in Halloween Town, which is like the the name of a, a children's book that their grandmother had provided for them. And it turns out Halloween Town is real mm-hmm. and their grandmother is a witch. And mm-hmm. basically Halloween Town is being overrun by like a dark spirit where people who are normally really kind and nice are turning kind of evil. Um, and Aggie is on the on a witch hunt um, yeah. to to figure out what's causing it. And yeah. um, the children arrive to help. Yeah, yeah. That's why she not to like go bother the children, but that's why um, Aggie came to the mortal world. It was to try to get Gwen to come over to Halloween Town to try to stop the evil force. And Gwen's like, no magic, no, I will right. not. And but the kids think that they can help because they've had zero magic training. They like barely know that they're of magic descent and but they think that they can help. Right. And, they don't know anything about it because their father was a human. And yeah. once uh, their mom met him, they kind of just like moved to the mortal world and like lived there. And then their their dad that is like no longer around. I think he yeah. got sick and died, but with they don't think I, they go into it too no, much. I don't know. I don't know what happened exactly. All I know and I retained is that they met at a Halloween party. Yes. And then like she never came back home. Yeah, that was it. So so right. So they're they need to basically light up this talisman that Aggie has in order to um defeat whatever this evil creature is. Um, But the problem is that uh, Gwen and Aggie both get kind of uh, stunned, like a stunning spell of sorts is placed on them. And so it's up to the kids to make the potion like the talisman and save Halloween Town. Yeah, it's a big ask, to be honest with you. I mean, and it can't be as simple as um, taking pre-made magic brew to Mm. fill up the talisman and put it in the microwave. That's a bubble boil toil and trouble or whatever yeah i loved that microwave did you see that that was cute i did like that was that. awesome so they have to gather ingredients which means that they have to harass the entire town yeah. and all of the people it just so happened that a uh a vampire needed her incisor out that day yeah that was lucky and <laughs> they had to like harass like this poor werewolf that was just doing his job of being a hair cutter and yeah. like they had to like ruin his beautiful like shave his head. Yeah, so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. And then they had to like harass this ghost and like number like tease him and mm-hmm. like harass him and bully him and then like raise up the temperature in the sauna um that he was in to get his sweat. It it's um it's a lot and yeah. it's it's not very nice. No, no. Um, and they, uh, so right. So we also meet a character named Luke, who's like a kind of like a little bully sixteen-year-old, or, or whatever age he is. He's a teenager, and turns yeah, that, out that sorry, go ahead. Uh, 
I just wanted to say that Luke dude is such a wiener. He is a wiener. That's um, what they say. He's a little jerk. And um, it turns out he made an arrangement with like the, the evil creature to like make him handsome. And um, so the, the children, after they gather all these ingredients, they have to make the potion and they have to use the, you know, kind of the force or the, the magic powers of, of the crumb, well, witches and warlock to, to activate it or say the spell to activate it. Um, <laughs> and it turns out that Calabar, who is the, uh, like the demon evil creature, is their mom's like ex-boyfriend, I oh, guess. Yeah. So... Calabar is the mayor, number one. So they mm, meet yes. the mayor very early on in their journey of Halloween Town. And uh, he's, like, creepy AF from the get-go. Because, like, nobody... <laughs> she's, like, sketchy. So he like, is. So, uh, you know, anyone with, like, half of a, de- a developed brain knows that this is, like, our guy. To yeah. Oh, yeah. For. Minute one. Minute one you meet Minute him, one. you're like, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Don't get tricked by his beautiful curly hair. Do not do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like number one, he's obsessed with Gwen. Number two, they dated for like uh, like two weeks in high school, like most high school relationships last. Mm-hmm. And he's still obsessed with his high school girlfriend, lame. And- um, hi, can you um can you say Snape? Anybody? No. Oh my god. Anybody? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he and 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 to top it all off, okay, so th- like. He's just, like, obsessed with Gwen. Like, he asks about Gwen when they first get introduced. When Gwen eventually comes over to, like, chase after the children, he's, like, all about her. Mm-hmm. So it's a little... And then when he makes his evil speech, he basically is like, you could have had me, but you decided to go with a human, you stupid wench. Like, it's like, get over yourself, dude. Yeah, it's so sad, and I've I've always criticized Snape and his obsession with Lily and Harry Potter, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, and kind of this unrequited love and this, like, like seriously, it's it's sad at this point. Like, it's not cute. The, the phrase always is not cute. He was obsessed with her for years, took it out on her on her child. Do we see a difference here? No, it's the same story, and it's it's weird and it's creepy and I don't exactly quite understand. I guess his whole thing is that he wants to take over the mortal world because he feels like he was cast aside by humans and yeah. that he so, wants to take everything over. Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of like explain this one if you don't mind. Yeah, I got it. So a long time ago, humans and mortals and like uh, witches and creatures monsters ghosts whatever you want to call them lived in one world so everybody was like chill but they weren't chill because the humans like feared the people with abilities and the people with abilities started to get like really frustrated that they kept getting feared and so they started to become what they always said that they weren't so they started mm. becoming mean and aggressive and they're like these are like just we're not these types of people by nature, but because you keep like going after us, we feel as though we have to like act out um, because this is what you're making us becoming or to be. So they decided to make their own world, Halloween Town, and they all decided to move there. Now, Calabar's issue, and once again, this is very like Voldemort because this is the exact like issue that. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, okay. Voldemort, like Dumbledore's like buddy. That's not his buddy. Fuck. Wait, what? Oh, Who's- the guy that he was in love with? Yeah. Grindelwald. Oh, yes. Grindelwald. This is the ex- – okay. So this is the exact issue that Grindelwald had in Harry Potter was that they can't be out in the open. But, okay. So basically, um, Calabar wants them to go back to – they don't want to be exiled anymore. He doesn't want to be exiled. He doesn't think it's right. fair. He thinks that – they shouldn't have to be exiled and like cast away. So that's his real gripe. Like, number he's half upset that his high school girlfriend broke up with him, and he's half upset that he's exiled to Halloween Town. But it's like this is your like own magical world. You can do whatever you want with it. So if you have issues with Halloween Town, you're the mayor. Why don't you make it better? Why do you yeah. want to hang out on Earth? Earth fucking sucks. It's on fire. And it's not a place that any of us want to be. I'd rather be in Halloween Town. Yeah. This is uh this all just stems from insecurity for him, I think. That's that's pretty much what it is. Toxic masculinity at its <laughs> finest, people. Like, can we talk about people in power who shouldn't be in power, who just want more power? Like yeah. 2020. (laughs) None of the other Halloween Town residents seem to be bothered that they're not on the mortal earth. No. And the funny thing is, is I think it's weird that like Aggie's the only one who notices like shit's going on here, right? Like no one else cares. Everyone else is just fine moving along. (laughs) And I don't quite get why it is that like some of these people are just like, like put spells on and they're frozen or whatever. And yet, this like Luke guy apparently is he like his helper and yeah. there was an agreement to like oh make me pretty and I'll help you like Luke yeah what but like what did Luke's parents him. say I don't think Luke has parents oh my god he's an orphan okay well that might explain some um things. I don't know but exactly and I don't understand the point of the freezing anyway because like Calabar is like this is my museum of frozen people okay so what are you going to do with your museum of frozen people you literally did yeah. nothing like were those people like think i don't know are were they trying to stop him and he froze them so that he could use the like dimwits that are in the rest of the town to like take over the mortal world i don't know but it really seemed a little arbitrary as to why certain people got frozen like harriet was that her she didn't seem that yes she just wanted to like give stuff to the the headless the headless horseman clan yeah 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 she was just doing her neighborly duties. Like, she didn't say, like, oh, uh, Debbie Reynolds, like, I also think that there's creepy shit going on. But next thing you know, she's, like, hissing at everybody and gets frozen the next minute. Yeah. So, so basically, um, what happens is, so, right, so Gwen and Aggie get frozen. So, it's up to the children. And they end up, um, they, like, trick Calabar by having Luke pretend to be um marnie and then marnie is able to get up there with the talisman and drop it into the giant like jack-o'-lantern at the center of town just in time as he's freezing her which kind of like he can't handle the light or whatever so it like injures him but then he like somehow uses a spell to unhook it so then all of the um 
all of the Cromwells slash Pipers have to use their powers simultaneously to get the talisman back from him and put it back in the jack-o'-lantern. So this is kind of when it's revealed that um, we already knew that Marnie was supposed to have powers. Sophie's the most fucking powerful one of them all, little seven-year-old. And then Dylan, who fucking sucks, turns out he has powers and he's like, but he's like so afraid to use them. Like he's so lame that when when he first finds out he has powers – his thought is to like not use them, but whatever. So well, they yeah, end up a non-believer. He doesn't. Yes. Number one, he thinks that he's in a dream. Number two, he's a Capricorn. Like we all know, <laughs> he's it. a Capricorn. He thinks that he it's like static electricity. He wants to use science, but in this world, science like does not exist. He right. has powers. He ultimately helps to save the day, so he doesn't suck that much. But at least he shows some abilities, unlike right Marnie. Yeah, zero magic ability. Right. So let's let's like finish it up. So basically the film ends, the family gets back on the bus and apparently now Aggie is going to come live with Gwen and the kids. She's going to spend time in the mortal world, which to that I say, no way that I say, why the fuck aren't is everybody moving to Halloween town? (laughs) I don't know, but there's no way that Aggie is going to live in the mortal world no because no, they can only cross over like on, on halloween. halloween and so you're telling me now the man now the, i was gonna say now the manager now the mayor <laughs> there's no mayor there is no formal government all the people are just like okay what what the fuck happened because they yeah. don't really know what happened all they know it's like they're living their day like doing their normal thing and next yeah. thing you know their mayor is like a floaty dude in the sky and like they shoot him <laughs> down and then like and then the one person that actually knows what happened in that it happened that day is like bye guys peace i'm like going back to earth and you guys like can pick up the pieces yeah who the fuck is the mayor now like oh, who are we gonna who are we gonna nominate oh and we forgot to mention that luke is actually like an ugly goblin and after he get after calabar is gone he but turns back why I prefer ugly. him as a goblin to a human. I don't know, but like it's so st- I don't know. So so I guess fast thoughts on this. I guess where do we, do we rank things here? Like, are we going to be rating things? I mean, we're going to watch more movies in the future. So do we do we do some type of rating so that we can keep track as we go along, or is it okay, just kind of we can absolutely like rank whatever movies we do see because I um I do I would love to rank our Boy Meets World episodes at least by season. If yeah, we're being ambitious. I would start this off as like grounds level. Yeah. This is not as I remembered. I know. See, this is the problem with rewatching things when you're an adult is because you just like you looked at them a different way when you were a kid, right? And not only that, but let's be honest with ourselves. Sometimes, like, okay, let's think Jurassic Park. The graphics held up remarkably well. (laughs) <laughs> Jurassic Park is amazing. Uh, yeah. the, the graphics held up remarkably well considering the age of the of the film at this point, right? A movie like sure. Halloween Town uh, made in 1998, so after Jurassic Park, uh, I believe, um, did not like the the costumes. Like some, I don't know if you noticed, like some of the costuming, like they just have face masks. Some of them are in like full body suits. Like the one, like the workout person, only had like a head thing on. It was so weird. The budget of this movie was a quarter. 
seriously. It was bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And not only that, but it just felt like they fell into every single trope. Like the grandmother was like very Mary Poppins-esque, even down to her bag that moves on its own and is seemingly as big as possible, like Hermione's bag. You know what I mean? Like it, it's never ending. Um, she's very Mary Poppins-esque. Then you have the middle child who's a boy who is a non-believer. He's a dork. He's a suck-up. He's a minkus, you know? It right? just – it fell into all of those things. Um, yes, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I do think so. And it was, um, there was very little, little magic for our magic movie, <laughs> right? Like they, they wrote <laughs> yeah. on a broom at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but they honestly, the to me, and I think you'll probably agree with this. Like the, the light in the movie was Sophie. She was like the badass bitch. Yeah, so Sophie or Soapy was definitely my MVP. She was the mm-hmm. only one that actually had any magical abilities and showed them she was clairvoyant she had telekinesis mm-hmm. she had um she, a good memory she can a, remember that spell a great memory and she was the only one that like actually did anything in this entire movie and marnie was just like and she was like an over eager golden retriever <laughs> Yeah, she Marnie was, was like, like the bossy older sister who's like, I know everything and I know what we're going to do and listen to me. And it's like, actually, bitch, like Sophie knows more than you. Sophie knows everything. And like the only thing, like at the end, everyone was like, good job, Marnie. You saved the day. Or like, what did she say? She said like, she legit said, I did it. No, we did it. Like, bitch, mm-hmm. you did nothing. You yeah. did nothing. The one thing that you did was you almost got to the pumpkin and you got frozen and you did not you did not drop the talisman in the pumpkin mm-hmm. you or she she did not place it in the right spot she dropped it and it luckily landed right in the spot that it needed to be she couldn't even do that she did nothing and she didn't even have sparkly hands like Dylan like please tell me what magical ability Marnie showed at all in this entire movie yeah, there I was like I nothing. It. I think I did. I miss it. I mean, it's mainly like she thought really hard about the talisman and got it out of the guy's hands. But that was only with the help of her, you know, mom and grandmother and her siblings. Like that's pretty <sighs> okay, much what so happened. I think that the four of them that actually have magic abilities did that, and I think Marnie was just there. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell you, I who's gonna sit Marnie down and tell her that she's a squib? right and the funny how pissed will she be when her stupid capricorn brother actually has powers and she doesn't because i've seen zero magic abilities at I know. all and like I know. they're saying like oh like you're 13 you're about to lose it but they're like when she was like oh did i ever have like any abilities when i was a kid and they're like yeah sure of course it's just it's like no like she's not of magic and she's no. the only one that's not of magic she's just not it she's she not didn't even it. ride the broom on her own she had to go in the back of aggie's broom yeah she sucks sophie is the best um sophie's the smartest one 
And, um, yeah, it just, and and not only that, but I guess if we want to like kind of go into the fashion a little bit of it all, um, it's slightly (laughs) disappointing because there's only really one day that they're there. So they don't change outfits at all. So we, we get a limited. And and when you think about the fact that like 95% of the people on the movie are like dressed in costume, uh, that are witches, ghouls, whatever. There's really only a few human characters that we can really focus on. Um, Marnie, what in the hell were you wearing, girl? <laughs> so she's wearing some sort of like a uh, smock, and not even a good old Feeny gardening smock, but this thing is like a a vest that has like ripped shreds. This is something that you would find at the Renaissance Fair. <sighs> Um, <laughs> and it was sheer it was like sheer long sleeved with like these like flappy bits on the arms and like gr- and like very Halloween colors I guess like it was like orange and pink and purple over top of like a cami um, and bangs bangs for days everybody had bangs but she does have a matching scrunchie yeah she did have the scrunchie going for her I mean her style was like very just not okay. Let's talk about the the winner. If we were giving out awards here, freaking Grandma Aggie rocked that cloak. Yeah, so she has a very impressive velvety red cloak. Um, and it's uh, once again something that I think that you would wear to the Renaissance Fair, but yeah. it's at least a little witchy. Yeah, it's much uh, it's much better um than uh than what Marnie's wearing. I mean, the mom is like mom jeans and a shirt good for you like (laughs) yeah little sophie is wearing kind of like a white plaid uh like sleeveless shirt with like little jeans i think that she looks cute well that and she had a cute witch hat on and i don't know if you noticed but she had those little like hair ties that had the balls on the end of them the plastic balls do you remember those i do and i still don't know how to how to wear those at oh all. i don't know any i don't know what you're supposed to do with them i know i had them those were the things that came in like a pack of hair ties that i always just threw to the side because i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do with these <laughs> yeah but so she was funny. cute she i loved her hat so i would give her like second grandma aggie's number one and freaking really D- dylan can go jump in a river like dylan <laughs> sucks oh dylan so Dylan's wearing uh, something that Minkus would wear. Literally, he's Minkus. He's just little Minkus. So he's wearing like khakis with like a polo shirt, a polo shirt tucked in, and he's wearing like a plaid overshirt. So that is pretty '90s. I think it's kind of the most standard '90s outfit that um, we've come across. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know. Not a fan. I just like. I just was disappointed in the costuming because I was so excited for it. And then, like, they wore one outfit the entire – I mean, it makes sense. They're only there for one day. Yeah. But they're yeah. wearing the same outfit the whole time. And it's kind of just, like, meh beyond the grandma <laughs> who has the really cool cloak. I think that the issue with Halloween Town is that I want more. I want yeah. more magic, more costumes, um, a, a bigger world. Like, I want to see more of what Halloween Town has to offer. So it just leaves a lot to uh, be desired. Um, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, too, is I know we have a sequel. So I, it's funny that we're talking about this because when I went into this movie, I remembered a different plot. And I believe it's because I was remembering the sequel. And it's something where, like, all of the members – spoilers if you've never seen it – all of the members of Halloween Town get, like, very gray and dull and boring and, like, human-looking. Does that sound familiar to you? 
Yeah, I, it does. Yeah. Okay. So sure. that's what I was expecting. And so I was disappointed when that's not what I saw. <laughs> so it has, this movie has three sequels. It has Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Halloween Town High, and uh, Return to Halloween Town in 2006, where they actually recast Marnie to be um, Sarah Paxton, who was in that like mermaid movie, like Aquamarine. Um, so they they ditched Kimberly J. Brown for the last movie, surprisingly <laughs> so. Which, Why is she um, still talking about it on YouTube? She actually is still talking about it on YouTube because people ask her that question why she got recast all the time. And her answer was um, she doesn't know why she would have done it. She was available to do it, but they decided to go in a different direction. And she still to this day doesn't quite know why. Oh. Um, that is what she said, actually. Okay. Sadly. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. um so tons and tons of sequels maybe if you guys would like us to cover more uh in future halloweens to come yeah why not uh, we might, maybe we'll do the sequel next year if it's uh if it's worth it if it's worth it <laughs> um so i do have like a couple of like a fun fact if you want oh, a fun fact i would love a fun fact so uh this movie was filmed in St. Helens, Oregon. And um, they actually do a yearly month-long festival in honor of Halloween Town called the Spirits of Halloween Town, where um so like City Hall, the city hall that you see in the movie is like a real mm-hmm. city hall. So every Halloween or every October they actually bring out a giant pumpkin quite like the one that you see in the movie and um they like light it and they have a ceremony and there's like funds of like tons of fun things to happen and of course like there was like a good handful of years where kimberly j brown came out and um did the opening (laughs) ceremonies uh (laughs) respectfully so um so if you are ever in st helens oregon that is um something that you should go see um and then one other fun fact that i've uncovered is that the halloween town book that was shown in the beginning of the movie where um grandma agatha um was like telling the kids about uh, a fictional Halloween town that was very fictional, not real at all, totally not something that they would go to <laughs> in three minutes, like totally. Yeah. Um, that book is actually Kimberly J. Brown has a copy of the book. Of course she does. She does. She was given it. And um and the they drew that picture in Kimberly J. Brown's likeness. So that is a real illustration that they did specifically for for the movie for her. So exciting. The thing okay. is though, yeah. it didn't look anything like her. <laughs> it looked like a bland <laughs> white brunette woman. Uh I guess. It like do all anybody. us white brunettes look the same? I guess so. Uh same. I, don't, I, I don't think so. But I don't think it looked like her. Well, <laughs> Um, but it was in her likeness. And like, she, what, what else can I critique about this movie? <laughs> what else do you have to say? Spill no, tea. that's that's pretty much it, to be honest. Like, oh, the only one thing, two things that I did not get off my chest earlier. The skeleton looked fucking ridiculous. Oh, Benny. Benny terrible. the cab driver. Yeah, he was terrible. 
Um, the did we need the romance storyline at the end? Did, did we? Did were we were we waiting for that? Oh, so I, you're talking about it. Luke. Luke um really wanted to go out with Marnie, and like he thought mm-hmm. that um he had a shot since he was handsome, and Marnie was just like, no, okay, so hold on. Luke calls himself the big cheese, and then Marnie comes out with like the stupidest comeback ever, like. I smell something stinky. Maybe it's the big cheese. Like, fuck off, Marnie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so at the end, Luke was like, um, you know, this is what I really look like. I'm actually a goblin. And I like, and I thought that, like, you know, it's sad. Like, I, it, I couldn't even get you when I was attractive. And she was kind of like, yeah, you're right. You couldn't have. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then he he was like well next time you come like will you go out with me and i think that she said yes so maybe i don't know so was it yeah. needed no but um i think it's something that they probably would like to incorporate uh, a little bit of a love story especially since gwen and calabar was such a bust yeah yeah i guess so it's just one of those things where it's like can we not like have a romance storyline with a 13 year old like i'm okay without that (laughs) but you know you do you decom that's fine (laughs) um yeah so i would say thoughts on the movie it did not hold up well maybe the second one the sequel holds up better um over i mean i don't know when does uh let me look here when does the next one come out 2001 so it's three years later so maybe the maybe the costuming is slightly better um, i think that they probably got 50 cents for that movie's budget yeah a little bit more um but yeah i wasn't uh overly impressed if we're gonna do any rankings in movies i guarantee this one's gonna be closer to the bottom um because yeah it's uh it's not good um, I mean, am I upset that we watched Halloween Town? No, no, no. I'm not upset. It was, like it was like an hour twenty minutes. Like it wasn't yeah. the worst hour and twenty minutes of my life, but like it certainly wasn't like what I was hoping it to be. Um, <laughs> but it's okay, you know. It's okay. We're not upset here at Shit no. 90 Shows Taught Me because no. every every movie, every show, uh, is just uh, it, it's just a way for us to talk to you guys and yeah and, and make fun of a, a a show that was from 1990 yeah maybe it's better that it wasn't as as great as we remembered because it's kind of more fun to rag on it so i hope nobody came here expecting us to be like <laughs> this was the best halloween movie of all time it certainly wasn't yeah yeah but i mean i think it's something that people still watch yearly so i think it's yeah it's still good to to uh, to rewatch it and like maybe remember a time from long ago when yeah. you got home from school the you saw what like the the movie on the Disney Channel was going to be mm-hmm. at eight o'clock and you sat down with your fam and you watched it so it's all about the nostalgia yeah that's that's true um yeah I guess it's it's good for that uh for that reason but um. But yeah, so that was um that was Halloween Town. Um, that kind of wraps up our our spooky coverage well, for we the. Do you have a little bit of feedback? <gasps> Ooh, feedback! Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, um, the first question is from um, 
Will. I uh, don't know what Will this is. <laughs> we have so many fans that are named Will. I can't so imagine which, which And funnily enough, he says, who would you rather be friends with, uh, Minkus or Dylan? Oh, God. Do I have to pick one? Um, I feel like Minkus is better because he's at least like kind of witty and funny. Dylan just <laughs> seems like a wet blanket. <laughs> um, I mean, Dylan is just like a rule follower and you would think that like you would appreciate that. <laughs> so it's maybe it's just you looking in the mirror. <laughs> the shade. See, but I'm a rule follower who still likes to have fun. If I found out I had fucking magical powers, the first thing I did was not like, oh, it must, it's not anything. It's static electricity. Like, no, bitch. I'd be blasting my fucking lightning fingers everywhere. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, who, I mean, Minkus still gets down. Like, he absolutely finds um, something to, <laughs> to, to do. And he, you know, he, he. <laughs> Dresses up and he tries to have his makeovers. I think Minkus yeah. is the, uh, the way to go. But they are very similar. And yeah. I think that Minkus and Dylan would both be hanging out at, like, the weirdo's table. True. True. Very true. Together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Will also just wants to ask if um, – do do you remember watching this as a kid? Yes. I think we, we talked about yeah. that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. We both do. Yeah. And then um, our friends, uh, Soul Meets Lens, um, also asked a little bit of a question. And they want to know, what is hands down the most iconic children's Halloween costume? Um, like now or, I mean, back in the day? Back in the day. Um, so we can take this like two ways. Like what yeah. is our most iconic childhood Halloween okay. costume? And then, like, what it is in general. So, I would say, like, my most iconic childhood Halloween costume was most likely one year. Well, okay. So, my the one that I remember the most is the one my grandma made me. And she made me, like, this black cat costume. And I was, like, really feeling myself. I had my tail. I had my <laughs> ears. I was, like, obsessed with it. Um, and then a little bit later in life, I dressed up with my friends as Josie and the Pussycats. But, oh, um, that's good. Yeah. So, except I did not get to be one of the Pussycats, which was a blunder what? for me. Who were you? <laughs> if you remember that movie, there was like this other female in it that like nobody liked and <laughs> i had to be her because i was in a group of four friends what why wouldn't they pick like a, a group outfit that's for four people uh obviously i was not <laughs> I was oh, not no. incorporated well in that group i used to love that movie i used to rewatch it all the time i yeah, love that movie too movie. and mm -hmm. then uh most iconic childhood costume is I, I mean back in the day we really loved like all the boys loved wearing that stupid scream mask Ugh, and i think yeah. that that's kind of was like the most like frequent uh yeah. the most frequent flyer for halloween costumes back when i was um a kid yeah yeah i mean i like i said before i think we talked about this a little bit on the boy meets world podcast but 
I didn't really have any like iconic Halloween costumes. And I, I don't think we really took pictures on Halloween as much. So even if I was trying to go back through photos, I don't think I'd find anything. Um, the only thing I can really think of is the the spider costume. I think I touched on it a little yes. bit where it was like a long sleeve black shirt that had like extra arms attached to it. Um, I once we did like a group costume where I was hippie. I was a hippie with my friends. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's all I really can think of. I know my brother was Frankenstein one year and we painted him green and my dad tried to like attach bolts to his neck somehow. I don't know what they used to do <laughs> that's that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, also, um, my boyfriend once was Barney when he was a kid, but oh his Barney costume was just a t-shirt of Barney on it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I know when you're like a teenager, it's one of those things where it's like, what's the like least amount I can do to still go around and get candy? Yeah. You know? But he was a kid. His parents. Yeah. No, just, no, no, like, no. That's right. Did give shit. <laughs> and that's actually my, my most iconic Halloween costume is that picture of my boyfriend is Barney, but yeah. him wearing a t-shirt with Barney on it. <laughs> That's oh my gosh favorite. that's amazing yeah i i guess now like any kid growing up right now would probably be like oh it's frozen like that's the that's the thing yeah yeah i would say so um elsa is a very popular mm -hmm. halloween costume or anna uh i would assume i don't know like do, are kids still watching that i don't even know i mean i think so but i mean yeah. what the fuck do i know i don't have kids <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we mention we're not mothers we're not mothers hashtag not know. a mother sorry no. sorry mothers no. if you're listening <laughs> i don't have kids any other oh wait one more fun fact oh, okay one more so this movie is actually taking um or was released um like we said on october 17th 19 no 1998 which means that is the 22nd anniversary this coming up on the 17th, which means that Jessica Sterling shares <laughs> a wedding date with <laughs> the 22nd anniversary of Halloween Town. Wouldn't you know we planned it that way? That's how. <laughs> Since you're the number one this. Halloween Town fan, <laughs> I know that that's why you planned your wedding date on October 17th. It had nothing to do with the venue being available or the leaf <laughs> color being nice this time of year in New York State. Nothing, nothing, nothing to do with that. Nope. Halloween Town all the way. Just the 22nd anniversary of Halloween Town. I said when we got engaged, I said, you know what? Let's get let's get married on uh on the day Halloween Town was released. <laughs> also, when this uh when this comes out, I will be a married lady. So you'll finally be able to kiss. Oh my god, about damn time. God damn it, that'll be nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. So with that said, we hope that you enjoyed our special content on um, Halloween Town. I hope that um, <laughs> you enjoyed watching it if you did a rewatch with us. And mm -hmm. um, please reach out to us with any other suggestions of Disney, Ch Disney Channel original movies that you would like us to cover, if there is any. Um, personally, I am Xenon, the girl of the 21st century's number one stand, Zedisipedus. I definitely totally am and I've watched it recently and it holds up so if you would <laughs> like us to cover that just tweet us at shit 90s pod or Instagram at us at shit 90s pod or gmail at us at <laughs> shit 90s pod, pod at <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we'll have some free time. So we're, you know, we obviously this is the end of October. We're talking about doing some stuff for things, you know, sometimes of uh Thanksgiving themed stuff. And then December is going to be jam packed with some awesome uh, bonus content beyond the the normal Boy Meets World coverage we're doing here at uh, Shit 90s. Um, or shit 90 shows taught me um so uh so yeah so i think that's pretty much all we have um until next time uh enjoy the rest of your spooky october (laughs) bye guys bye guys Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.